0: Welcome back to the Believe in Badger Football podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, brought to you by betonline.ag. I'm your host, Matt Perkins, and I have the pleasure of being joined today by Mike Farrell, National Recruiting Director for Rivals.com. Mike, thanks so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule to chat with me today. No problem. Appreciate it. All right. Well, as you guys all know, we are brought to you by betonline.ag. The college football season is in full swing, and while you may not be at the game this year, you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. Uh, all sorts of different props and odds up on bet online right now. Uh, one of the ones I'm most interested though, right now, especially having Clemson lost to Notre Dame a couple of weeks back uh, is who is going to win the title at this point, Mike gun to your head, who would you put your money on to win the title this season?
1: Uh, I'm going with Alabama, um, you know, not out on a limb or anything, but very easy to pick them with their offense and their defense is starting to come together. I still think Clemson can make the playoff. Um, I think they can win the rematch against Notre Dame and they'll be very difficult to beat And Ohio state. We all assume is going to make it. So those are my four teams. uh, Cause I got Notre Dame getting in with one loss, Uh, but Alabama that's, that's my pick, but I switch, I probably switch every other week.
0: Yeah. And I think Texas A&M is a dark horse for a lot of people right now, just because, you know, they'll, they'll probably end up with one loss and that one loss being to the number one team in Alabama. So we will end with a head to head victory over Florida who could push uh, a lot of you know, who, you know, potentially should win out, and even you know, potentially push Alabama in the in the SEC title game. We'll see about that. But no matter who your team is, from game spreads to totals, team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else online. Plus, there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head on over to BetOnline.ag today to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Mike, uh, I want to get you on today to talk Wisconsin's 2021 recruiting class. This is undoubtedly the best class for the Badgers in the Rivals.com era. Uh, Mike, uh, what is it about either the the program or the coaching staff that accounts for the uptick in recruiting specifically for this
1: season? A little bit more aggressive. Um, You know, Wisconsin hung in there with some guys. In the past, I think that they might have moved on from or or really not given, you know, 100% down the wire effort. And it's really paid off. I mean, it's easy to give up on a TJ Bowlers from Iowa or a a Nolan Rucci, even though his brothers at Wisconsin, you know, because you could assume it's not worth the effort to put in and, you know, fight that battle till the end. Um, And I think that this year they got off to a good start in-state, um, you know, they, they really hung in there for some guys. And, uh, you know, two of the best out-of-state polls in the country this year are going to Wisconsin. Um, so I think it's just a slightly more aggressive attitude and being willing to stay in there. And, and even if they did lose out on a kid, you know, battle to the end.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned Nolan Rucci. We're going to start with the glamour position. And in Madison, we all know that's the offensive line, specifically at the tackle position. The Badgers have landed three four-star tackles in this class, headlined by Rucci. You guys have him as the number six tackle in the country. Got a two-prong question for you. A, what makes him stand out as a prospect? And B, who do you see as a comp for him? Personally, he reminds me a lot of former Notre Dame tackle Mike McGlinchey, but I'm curious as to what you think.
1: Yeah, he's... um... He's an interesting comp. Uh, Rucci is a, a tall, skinny kid. He's lifted 295, but he is skinny. So I get the McGlinchey. Um, But he's, he's a little bit more filled out than Mike was in high school. Mike was roughly 265 in high school and really added a lot of good weight um, in college. Footwork-wise, aggression-wise, they're similar. Um, I don't think Rucci plays as angry as McGlinchey did, um, but he has better physical traits and he's, you know, more naturally gifted as a six foot eight kid. Um, man, I'm trying to think of a really tall lineman because he's so tall.
0: I uh, mean, the, the guy that's going to come to mind for Badger fans is obviously going to be Joe
1: Thomas. I mean, he's six, eight as well. So Yeah, it's just Joe Thomas was on a different level. Um, Rucci's set for you know, I can give this away. He's set for a bump in his ranking based on his, uh, his workouts and senior film and all that. Um, Joe was going to, Joe's end up going to end up being ranked lower, (laughs) believe it or not, than (laughs) Ruchi. Um, but it's a different day and age, you know, back then, you know, we didn't get to see as many kids. Um, you know, Joe was an all American and all that, but, um, I can't, I can't say Joe Thomas just because he's, He's a hall of famer, mm-hmm. uh, a legend, um, you know, I, I, and I, I don't want to compare him to like a Quentin Nelson. He reminds me a little bit of a Quentin Nelson, but he's, mm. he's, he's taller than that. He's not quite as squat and um, you know, so it's, it's a difficult comparison, honestly. I mean, he, he reminds me of chantrell Henderson.
0: Oh, okay. The former um, Minnesota oh, tackle. Was, or sorry, yeah. Miami, Miami and Minnesota.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's from Minnesota and went to Miami. He signed with USC, then ended up in Miami. And, you know, a very athletic, uh, big offensive tackle, sort of dancing bear type um, that, you know, has surprising footwork. With uh, Chantrella, it was because of basketball. You know, mm. with Rucci, it's because. He just grew up, you know, learning from his dad and, you know, the bloodlines are there. So Sean Trell turned out to be good. Um, he played in the NFL for a little while. Uh, but I think, you know, being an offensive lineman going to Wisconsin, you have a, an immediate advantage. And his, his only question is pass pro. He's a great run blocker. Um, but with, you know, the offense at Wisconsin, developing a little bit further and by that i mean you know less run oriented as we would expect with mertz and maybe other quarterbacks coming in i think he will get a chance to improve that and, and work on that that's that's the one knock against him. but as far as a run blocker he's gonna he's gonna kill people
0: well obviously let's talk about the quarterback position because with any class you know nowadays it's the most important position it has been for a while now but it's more important than ever at the moment The Badgers early on in the process, about a year and a half ago now, landed a relatively unknown guy, at least at the time, in Deacon Hill out of Santa Barbara. And if you look at him, you know, especially here he's being recruited by Wisconsin, he kind of looks like an offensive guard, quite frankly. He's trimmed down a little bit between his junior and Caesar season. What do you guys like about him? You guys bumped him a couple months ago. What do you think he'll need to do in order to have an impact at the collegiate level?
1: Well, he's a big kid. I mean, he looks like, now he looks like a linebacker, but... You know, he has that defensive mentality to him. He's very hard to bring down. He can run with power. You know, Kansas State really liked him a lot, and they wanted him to play that Colin Klein mm. role. Uh, and I think he can do that. You know, Wisconsin doesn't need that as much um, as, a you know, with a running quarterback. And obviously they're going to be working from the pro set and, and relying on the running back and play action. But he's got good ball skills, so play action will be effective. And his arm strength is solid. You know, he, his accuracy needs some work. He sprays the ball a little bit here and there. But when you're talking about a six foot four, two hundred thirty-pound kid who can run the ball. Uh, you might even see some zone read and things like that with him if he's the starter down the line. He's not Graham Mertz. He's not that polished. He's not I mean, Graham is obviously the best quarterback that they've ever recruited at Wisconsin, at least since I've been doing this. Um not not
0: since he would do it, since you know, it's, it's at least as long as <laughs> The memory of most Badger fans, though.
1: So. Yeah, a very polished kid, um, natural arm talent, and you know that's not that's not Deacon, but uh, Deacon overcomes a lot of that with, you know, that Sam Ellinger type of grit and uh, ability to to get out of trouble. Um, whether it's doing a Ben Roethlisberger and just sort of having people bounce off you in the pocket, mm-hmm. or or it's actually just lowering your head and getting out there, like climbed it.
0: Yeah, I think that, you know, uh, originally I thought he was going to be right-handed Jared Lorenzen, but it looks like he's he's developed a little bit more, especially in, in this jump from his, you know, like I said, from his junior season season, he seems to have cut down a little bit on the baby fat and put on a little bit more muscle. So yeah. we'll see how that turns out. Uh, Otherwise, on the, off side, of the offensive side of the ball, Badgers have verbals from two and potentially three tailbacks in this class with Loyal Crawford out of Eau Claire, Antoine Roberts from outside of Nashville, and potentially Jackson Acker from Verona, Wisconsin. But he's the guy who looks like he's going to outgrow to the position, potentially to fullback or inside linebacker. But you never know. Which one of those three guys do you think has the best chance of being next in line of great Wisconsin tailbacks?
1: Um, Crawford's the guy. uh, You know, he's a a slasher. Um, He's sort of a one-cut, decisive runner who... Is very good at cutback runs. Uh, has good feet, keeps his balance well. Uh, he's the one we like the best. I think you know, Roberts is certainly a sleeper, he's a tall, upright runner. Um, big kid, you know, he's 6'2, but he looks bigger than that. And they always do well with those bigger running backs. Um, you know, they don't always have to be Melvin Gordon tall or upright, but similar running style to him. Um, and I think Acker, yeah, Acker's going to be a, an H-back type of guy. Um, you know, he'll be a tremendous blocker, catch a of the backfield here and there and, and contribute that way. So, but as we know, you know, Wisconsin's been pretty good to us ranking wise when it comes to running backs. Um, but there've been a few over the years that were, you know, rated lower three stars or, or mid three stars that have surprised us. And, you know, you just never know with, with, Antoine Roberts, because I think he's just starting to come into his own.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah, and, and he's a guy that, you know, he, he plays bigger than he's listed, obviously, like you mentioned. Uh, personally, you know, uh, living down here in Tennessee, I've had a chance to see him twice in person. And, you know, he, he's a pretty impressive physical specimen, especially, you know, considering the the level, the talent level here in Middle Tennessee is is getting better every year. And he's had a pretty solid program up there um, at JP2 up in Hendersonville. On the defensive side of the ball, there's also a lot to get excited about. Badgers have essentially five linebackers that they have verbals from at this point, uh, either at the inside or outside. Personally, I'm really high on Daryl Peterson out of powerhouse Archbishop Hoban in Akron, but there's a lot to like about TJ Bowlers, who you mentioned earlier as well, plus uh, Ayo Adebogen, Jake Cheney, Brian Sanborn, the younger brother of current standout middle linebacker Jack Sanborn, you know, the batters have been churning out linebackers over the past decade. Which one of these guys jumps out to you the most?
1: Well, Bowlers is the guy, um, you know, but he's, he's a hybrid, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so he could end up being full time hand in the ground type of guy, but. You know, as far as the the size and the physicality, you think of a TJ Watt type with him. Um. Um, He's already 245 pounds and and a super physical kid, and he understands football. He gets in the passing lanes and, you know, not only does the things you need uh, standing up or getting after the passer, but understanding how to disrupt plays. So he's the obvious choice. Um, You know, I think Brian Sanborn is there's something there, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm big on genetics, yep. I'm big on yep. kids following older brothers to schools mm-hmm. and trying to live up to that. Now, rarely is the sequel as good as the original, but, um, you know, he's, he's going to have those same smarts. He's going to have the same athleticism. Uh, he's going to learn quite a bit. He's already learned quite a bit from his brother. And I think he's a guy that that is probably the best pure linebacker in this class. Um, you know, we have AO ranked higher, um, but I, I, I'd like Brian Sanborn to be one of those guys that surprises us.
0: Yeah, on a personal level, my wife's cousin is actually, uh, was both Jack and Brian's position coach um, um, out there. And he told me when Brian was in eighth grade and Jack had already committed to Wisconsin, he's like, he's like Brian's going to be better than Jack. Like he's already bigger, faster, and stronger than Jack was at that age. And he's grown into that. So that does not surprise me to hear that. Um, final question for you. I'll get you out of here on this one. Who's the biggest sleeper in the class? Obviously, I'm a little bit biased because I had Al Ashford on the show recently, and he's a really impressive kid from a mental standpoint. Is what really stood out to me, but also he has really good size for the cornerback position. He's six one, six two. If you're picking under the radar guy from this group, who do you like the most?
1: Al would be the tick. Um, you know because of that length, and you know he's he's not a guy who just wows you in any one aspect, but he knows everything. Um, you know, and he's a very smart cerebral kid. So I, I like him. I think Skylar Bell from Connecticut, from here in Connecticut, where I live, is a, a really good possession receiver and a guy that, you know, is gonna make some key catches for him. And and then the guy who's gonna be unsung is Michael Jarvis from New Jersey. Uh, you know, he's he's two fifty or was listed two fifty, I, I guarantee he's like two seventy five now. And he's going to be one of those guys who frees up the ends to make plays. Um, he's not, a, he's an okay gap shooter. Uh, he's a better pocket pusher and he's better against the run. So he's going to be a guy that doesn't show up in the stat sheet that much, but it's going to make a huge impact on that defensive line. So they've got some good ones there, but I agree with you on Al. Um, you know, there's something about him. Again, he's so raw, but smart. That it's all going to come together, you just don't know when. It hasn't yet, and that's why he's not ranked as high. But there's an opportunity for that for it all to come together and for him to be very special.
0: Yeah, he's also a kid who was a late bloomer. I think he grew about six inches between his sophomore and junior year of high school. So he's just still he's still figuring out his body, um, and, and yep. figuring it and figuring out the mechanics of how to uh, you know take what when he was you know just sort of your you know uh, typical slot size guy and really play out there. Cause you know, from what, from what he told me uh, you know uh, coach Leonard likes him on, you know, on the boundary. So um, we'll see how that we'll, we'll see how that works. Yeah. So,
1: he's definitely a boundary guy. Like a field guy would be tough, mm-hmm. uh, but, but as a big kid, who's grown so much a boundary corner is the perfect spot for him where he's going to take on those bigger receivers and, you know, certainly try to match up with some of these, you know, big 10 is getting better and better at receiver uh, more athletic. As it becomes more of a passing league, so you know the Garrett Wilsons of the world. You need length to go up against those type of guys, and I think he's the the perfect fit for that.
0: Yeah, it'll it'll be fun. Him and Ricardo Hallman make a we'll we'll make a nice little one-two punch. I can't remember the last time that Wisconsin had two four-star or you know two uh you know middle upper level corners in the same class. You know, obviously Al is not a uh, isn't you don't I don't have as as a four-star because of the things that you mentioned before. Ricardo's another guy out of South uh, out of I think the Tampa area who is, uh, you know, the, the Wisconsin always seems to go down to Florida to, you know, pull especially their defensive backs. So uh, that'll be interesting to see. So, uh, again, uh, Mike Farrell, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with here today. Uh, make sure to check out Mike on Rivals.com. He's pumping out articles like no one else. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Rivals Mike and at Rivals Godfather on Instagram. Anywhere else?
1: Jeez, I'm on TikTok. Uh I got 23 followers on TikTok at Rivals right. Godfather. Yeah, all I right. don't know how to use TikTok, really. So I'm learning that. It's fun. But, you know, that's for younger kids. But uh, if you figure it out, let else. me know. <laughs> I did a couple. You know, there's this duet you can do and all this other stuff. It's pretty cool. But listen, you know, no one's going to tune into TikTok for a 50-year-old recruiting analyst. So <laughs> I do it for, more for fun than anything else. But we've got also got a, a Rivals video we've got podcasts. I do one on Monday and Tuesday as well. So just lots of places to find me, but uh, Instagram's blowing up a little bit. Twitter is pretty big too. So just uh, yell at me for rankings there.
0: All right. We will. Uh, So Mike, thank you again so much. And we know where to find you and until next time on Wisconsin.